Hello and welcome to another edition of Editing Aloud, another busy week in South Africa. And uh, one of the things that has happened is causing a lot of comment and a lot of concern, Juanita, is um, the presidency releasing this report that he, of the commission that he had uh, instigated last year into the State Security Agency became sort of a topic of conversation after Jacques Poe published his book, uh, The President's Keepers and Accused, I think, the then head of the SSA, Arthur Fraser, of running a parallel spy network and using lots of other people's money. What is, is this, a good, is this good for Ramaphosa or is that a bad thing? I mean, does it put him under pressure or does it relieve pressure on him? I think it's a good thing because he commissioned the, the report. Yeah. He, he instituted this high panel because um, the presidency's uh, outlook to dealing with the rotten government has been, we cannot go and clean up something we don't know how dirty, how bad yeah. it is. Yeah. So they've done this in different institutions. They've done it, um, you know, on, on, on different, you know, parallel yeah. committees set up. So this team was sent there to say, uh, you know, look at the entire intelligence landscape, look at the law, look at the structure as it is, and then look at the violations, the illegalities, um, you know, and, and, and so to paint a broad picture. Yeah. Obviously, we were salivating at the findings that the report, that we now know it's fact that the report, uh, that the state security agency was used for ANC factional fights. Yeah. But it's a bigger picture. It really goes deep into, um, into this intelligence network that was designed and engineered from 2009 up until uh, you know Zuma was, uh, left office yeah. to serve his interests. Yeah. And let me give you some shocking things that this report contains. The, f the structure of having a combined state security agency that had an intelligence arm um, for domestic and for uh, right. foreign. Because they used to be separate. They entities. used to be separate yeah. entities. And there's there's a finding that 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 merging together was was actually unconstitutional. Oh really? Um, so the the changing of of laws, the changing of just the general oath of allegiance, mm. um, moved from serving the republic to serving the republic and being loyal to the president and the minister. So, so those kind of sorry, what are you saying? Is it so as a as a as a as yeah. a spook, if yeah. effectively, you would have to you would have to sign an uh, oath oh, of allegiance to the president to and the, the minister. No, initially it used to be to the republic, yeah. and that was changed to the president and the minister. So Isn't I mean that, that extraordinary. yeah. So for me, that I mean that's those are the small things that sort of fell through yeah, the yeah. cracks. But yeah. it really painted this ghastly picture of, on one hand, um, you know, manipulating an entire system based on no law yeah. or, 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 or any, you know, relevant research. And then, and then secondly, engineering the whole structure, bringing in an, a unit called the Special Operations, effectively deploying an ANC cadre in the, in the form of Tulani Glomo, yeah. who then served as ambassador to Japan, yeah. to head the Special Operations. And what did it do? The Special Operations Unit, by their own report, now this, this is not the, oh. the, the, the panel you know, making their own assessment. Yeah, yeah. This Special Operations Unit boasted that in between 2016 and 2017, they did things, their successes include um, stopping the distribution of CR-17 regalia in 2016. CR-17 being the Sura Ramaphosa campaign Absolutely. for ANC leadership. Yeah? Getting involved in a media campaign mm for the ANC around the elections, um, infiltrating protest groups outside the State of the Nation address in 2016. Okay. So, so basically, this unit was used for the protection of President 
Jacob Zuma at yeah. the time. And then there was the other part of it where, where it's the financial implications. Yeah. Where, the, where this panel has found that the state security agency became a cash cow for people inside and outside the agency. Does it, does it confirm Jacques Poe's contention in his book that Arthur Fraser developed this parallel yes. network? Yes. So now there's does two... Does that confirm that? It does confirm okay. it. Okay. Um, but but the interesting thing is that the PAN, the the the, the principal agent network, that yeah. that concept that yeah. that uh, um, that Jock Poe wrote about, yeah. that sort of came to an end in two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten or so. What really? That was quick. Uh, no, no, because it, it was for a while. Because remember, so it wasn't Zuma related. It was Zuma related. But it couldn't have been because he only became president in 2009. But remember, the the history is that Arthur Fraser left the agency and then returned in two thousand and sixteen. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, there, there is findings of illegality. Mm. There's findings mm. that people need to be charged. The yeah. Arthur Fraser may be facing a criminal charge himself. Yeah. But for me, what was interesting is, is this is the suspicion we've been having for a long time was the special operations. Yeah. But because this is what we saw in this last, um, you know, three to four years yeah. where, um, you know, it was politicized. Agents were used for anti-factional yeah. fights. And we wrote in the Sunday but Times that 20 million rand left the agency on the 15th of December 2017 right. and was done in January. That money was used for Nazarak. Okay, but here's my question then. Does, you know, we go back, is this, is this good or, or bad for, for Sura Ramaphosa? Because the Sunday Times, I think of last weekend, you were, you were quoting agents um, who were unidentified saying there'd be a fight back. Right. and that they would see Cyril at the NGC next year. Yeah, so there's two elements to it. This gives uh, Cyril the ammunition to go against these people, to, yeah. to act out against yeah. these people. There is possibility of criminal charges. We're likely to see the former Minister of Intelligence charged. Yeah. That's the recommendation. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there is this fight back. Um, we spoke to the Minister of Intelligence, the incumbent Minister of Intelligence, um, Depo Letsati Duba, who said she's aware of a rebellion, that there are senior spooks who are unhappy, that, yeah. and they're now claiming that Ramaphosa is agitating them yeah B but she but she believes that it's sort of a handful of people who benefited and looted um through the state of yeah. lawlessness that was uh, at the state security agency okay. now sukhanati uh, the person to deal with all of this is not going to be so ramaphosa because he, he can't prosecute people so what he's trying to do is create institutions that respond correctly to information like this right so you've got on your cover uh, the new head of the npa Shamila Batohi. I'm not sure that the hat was necessarily fair on the on the on the Photoshop, but there's a new corruption buster in town. Um, did you interview? Were you able to interview her for this cover? We were not able to interview yeah. her. She had just barely uh, put her feet okay. under under But under what, her what desk. I mean, what what are your what are the conclusions in the piece? What do you what what, what chance has she got of t you know? <laughs> putting these people behind bars? So she's got to put them before the magistrate yeah. and the judge first. Yeah, sure. So we, it's how, it's what she needs to do, what the, the, the whole NPA yeah. needs to be like. And a big part of that is, is a resolution to the Nomtobo Chiba matter yeah. and Mukwebi, and, and yeah. who are now before the Mukhoro yeah. inquiry. Yeah. Uh, you, you get that out of the way and hopefully uh, them out of the way and, and the president can then appoint people that are fit and proper for yeah. office as her deputies yeah. and, and, and start 
really getting trained uh, prosecutors and agents and even chartered accountants you sure. you, you need that kind of, uh, of yeah. skill in there and and she also also is going to create that special uh, the new version of the scorpions let's call it well that. i mean especially but this is the interesting thing about the special investigator that can be created whether or not uh Chiba or Mkwebe are found are disciplined or, or, or let go of. I mean, it doesn't, they don't need to wait for, for that. Def and that. Definitely not. And that person, whoever it is, the special investigative, investigating director, um, has no reporting line whatsoever to the deputies. Has no reporting line whatsoever to yeah. the deputies yeah. and, and really reports only to the yeah. head of yeah. the NPA. Yeah. So, so you, you, so you what, need to get do, them out of so the way for the, for the broader yeah. uh, organization, for the health of the organization. You need to solve the Nomtsobo Chiba Mkhebi matter. You need that powerful uh, uh, special investigator yes. yeah. and uh, we, which will create a special directorate for, for state capture crimes, yeah. including what uh, uh, what Kanita is talking yeah, about yeah, now. Yeah. So th that, that's that, that's just the task at hand, yeah. and Cyril has to make the appointment. Sorry, Kanita, you were saying. Yeah, no, I, I was saying that the the you know the Nomtobojiba and the Lawrence Mukwebi matter is is, is 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 one particular matter, but the the effects of their tenor or their grasp on the NPA mustn't be underestimated. Yeah. We've heard things at the Mukhor inquiry that it's they obviously to have done the things that they have done, they needed to have foot soldiers throughout the NPA. So what we understand is that um, you know Shamira Batoi has been shy to talk about what she's been doing now. Um, it's been a, a month and a half that she's been in office and obviously the media is putting a lot of pressure on her to come out and report about you know you're saying watch the space, yeah. watch the space, what, yeah. are, what are you actually doing? Yeah. But what we understand is that she's actually looking at reporting lines and functions of certain people yeah. and to understand to say okay um, these things went wrong with these state capture cases. What what you know who was actually responsible? Because if you hear when you when you hear the you know testimony the Mukhor inquiry, I've heard it. Um, you know, in in the when there was mm. the actual interviews of the NDPP yeah. candidates, it's it's so unclear as to who's actually taking decisions. Sure. Because you know you'd had the NDPP saying, um, you know, I don't take decisions. Directors of public prosecutions. So there's been a mess that has been persisting for ten years. Yeah. And so cleaning up the mess will be a understanding the problem. And I think that comes back to what the president did at state security agencies. Yeah. But the biggest issue that this directors will face is a financing issue. And people are underestimating this because the justice minister says justice does not have the budget for it. Yeah. The finance minister did not allocate money for this particular yeah. directorate. So there will have to be a, a reprioritization in, an, in a system where um, you know, they, prosecutors could, could, could are they not... they raise money from business? They can't. No. I don't think I don't think that's possible. But as I understand it, they can second people yeah, from business, and that could be done for no, free. Uh, they, they, they can you, you can second people from the SAPS and uh, from and from law firms and accounting yeah. firms. Yes, and uh, so what people if with those specialist skills, skills, and they would then be under the command of this special investigator. Yes. But they, their salaries could the still NBA. be paid um, by the ex-employer as a form of. As, yeah. a, as a form of helping it. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's, there's those you know, pro bono. The optics of that politically, like the kind of conspiracy theories you would have, white monopoly capital paying like yeah, a yeah. Sigonati to, to chase sure. somebody. No, the optics hey, could be, I think, I mean, I think it's a good idea in principle, but I think like, you know, considering the political environment, you know, and, and, and you could see how that could like, be yeah. manipulated, how that could be yeah. like twisted to, like, to, yeah. to show like, or to put up. Well, look, I mean, people. there are four deputy mm. directors, you know, maybe we just, maybe we just can too. 
and save money that way, for, and you know, for budgeting, for budgeting for the special investigator. But they, they, I mean, there's there's the real roles. Direction. I mean, there's real roles that these special directors play. Um, you know. Silas Ramayite. Um, yeah, I mean, but some of them are HR, excuse me. They yeah, don't have to be deputies. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah. But, but also, I mean, the, it's just a, an issue of how long things take in government. Yeah. A reprioritization of budget is going to take forever. No, no, it's um, just, then yeah. it's identifying the right people. We, yeah. um, uh, you know, when, when, the, when this unit was announced, um, we wrote about that there are certain people that were approached to say, come back to the NPA yes. and, and, and bring these type of skills, etc. Yeah. Um, because the, 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 the reality of, situ of, of the situation is that you may, you may get skills from outside, but people in law firms perhaps may not be able to know how to win cases in the NPA, oh, number one. And number two is to revive cases yeah. who have been deliberately killed yes. or pushed yeah, yeah, to the sure. back of the yeah, room. Yeah, sure. um, and so that yeah. is going to be the most but important But I mean, how thing. hard is it going to be to prosecute the VBS? It's, the work is there, it's in front of you. I mean, it's a new, it's a new case. There's been, you know, there's a lot of forensic work that's gone on. There's a lot of paperwork. You've got bank statements. It's all there. I mean, you could, you know, it's surely not that hard. One of the cases, surely, that, are, that, the, that the NPA, if not the investigating director, will be looking at, um, or one of the things they'll be looking forward to, is um, the forthcoming uh, PWC forensic report into Steinhoff. Uh, because surely Marcus Huster, who lives... In, I, have to, I drove past his house the other day in Hermanus. It, it, it is almost an exact copy of the Gupta compound. It is just big buildings behind a high wall, you know, unattractive, really gloomy. Um, and apparently that's where he lives. Um, and he's sort of spotted now and again. But surely Marcus Euster must, be, must become a target for an NPA doing his job properly. Yeah, and I think that that has been the you know the, the criticism of of the NPA has been, you know, why the selective you know or yeah. why is it um, the political uh, yeah. uh, criticism was why you're only going after the Guptas yeah. when they were going after the Guptas. But the reality is that the in no, this when is they were pretending when they were pretending the to go after the Guptas. Mm. But but this is the this is the consequences of breaking down the NPA. We see it that a clear cut case of. Marx mm. Euster, mm. that uh, you know shouldn't take uh, you know a very senior prosecutor to prosecute, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and you have a specialized commercial crimes yeah. court. You have these uh, you know serious yeah. commercial crimes units of the, of of the Hawks. Yeah. Um, but you know well, what I found interesting. You're talking about chartered accountants. Did you know that the Hawks only had two chartered accountants working? Because how you not how are you going to work? Are you supposed to do yeah. forensic uh, investigations? They've since hired more people. But people should do their national service. You know, we should introduce a of national service where if you do an accountancy or law you go and work for the SARS or the or the or the Peter, police that, you that is the case but it's not that the people are refusing yeah to do their national duty yeah. it's just that the government deliberately for the past 10 years has refused to have people of worthy skill yeah. in the government yeah. because they can be troublesome yeah. you know the, the questions yeah, they, they ask they can just arrest even the most yeah. in fact uh, why don't we, we should be already having Jacob Zuma answering to treason, yeah. not only on this newest yeah. report of this uh, agency, but also indeed on the Gupta matters, and there's a whole lot more, including very just rude. changing the oath. Yeah. Mm. That's there's not a, a rude... There's an extremely rude cartoon of Jacob Zuma uh, in this week's edition of the Financial Mail on page four. Um, and I'm not going to say, there's a family show, we shouldn't show it. Um, <laughs> um, 
But Lucanio, just come to a story on your front page today. Group 5, another construction company, files for business rescue. That's, that's becoming like a domino thing now. I mean, so it's Group 5, Basil Reed. Who else has gone? Sikonai? SO, SO, SO Limited. Yeah. Um, and, and what happened to Marion Roberts? Marion Roberts. Marion Roberts, listed ones. Marion Roberts is, is very much intact on the JSE and it's got okay. a big project outside yeah. the country. And, and w w why is this? Is it simply that there's no work? I mean, it says something really sad about the state of this economy. Mm. I, mean, I mean, I was out of the country for like a, mm. for like a long time. I mean, when I left this company's Group 5, Marion yeah. Roberts, these were iconic names. I don't remember yeah. when I was still living in London just like before the World Cup. You know, these countries were, yeah. these companies were getting these big contracts. I, mean, I think at that time, Group 5 was worth something like 8 but, billion rands. But, I mean, it's not as if there's no work to do. Mm. Basil Reed, I, I know this because my dad used to live in Montague, and I went to go and see him just before he died. And Basil Reed had torn up the road right through Montague and was building a huge new road between Montague and a town called Ashton, mm. where uh, Coob, Tiger Brands, has a big, big factory. And literally one morning... Um, they packed up all their equipment and, and left, and the town has now got this sort of scar yeah, running undone. through it. Yeah. Undone, unfinished, and who's going to do it? But surely something had gone wrong with the payment for that project. Mm. I think like, I mean, that, that's part of it. I mean, you, you've seen a collapse. I mean, I suppose you take it back a decade of uh, economic underperformance, yeah. economic corruption, the collapse in state institutions, yeah. collapse in municipalities, you know, there's such basic yeah. projects that, as, as, like, like, like you've we just lose. mentioned there. And, I know, but I mean, they've also made their own big mistakes as well. Of course. They've yeah. gone and done, like, not just necessarily Group 5. I yeah. think Wilson, of course, another day was talking about how they've underpriced themselves in the contract in Australia. Yeah. I mean, you sort of go to Australia and you think, no, you don't think, yeah. oh, why is nobody else in Australia taking this contract? Yeah. Like at $10 million yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. they, because a lot of these guys were so eager. Not so to eager to start to, 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 to externalize their capital yeah. and, 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 and maybe they didn't do the proper due diligence. The, the, come, the biggest problem with our construction companies, the, the, the road project we're talking about, for yeah. example, and I don't know yeah. about that specific one, the government does not pay on time in the event that there is any project yeah. going in the first yeah. place. Yeah. And this country for the past 10 years, since the end of the World Cup, we have done absolutely nothing other than uh, uh, the two power stations at yeah. uh, ESCOM. Yeah. There's nothing else that's there's happening. No, so there's no construction yeah. projects. Yes, not to absolve the companies. In fact, themselves, they made guilty. They, yeah. they, they stole yeah. from the public yeah. uh, back uh, in 2010 yeah. and before. Yeah. But in this particular instance of Group 5, they went out on a project in Ghana and completely uh, messed up the execution and mm. incurred more than a billion rand of fines. Now they are sitting uh, with with stuff that they cannot carry because there's no work coming in, yeah. and that's why it's they interesting, had to. You know, but because these companies are run, and they're the only South African companies where you don't have a preponderance of accountants running the mm. running running the companies. They're run by engineers and the, quantity surveyors and people who know the business, and those are real skills that we lose when these, you know, when these, so it's a company like uh, Wilson Bailey Homes, WBHO, it mainly employs engineers. And, you know, if, if the labor is part-time because it, it gets employed for a job. But on the staff, you want to hold those engineers, you want to hold those quantity surveyors, 
And if there's no work, they're going to go elsewhere. I mean, South Africans can build anywhere that's, in the world. And that's exactly the point we're making in the Financial Mail, that uh, with this construction industry, now with nothing happening yeah. in, it, in terms of investment on the government yeah. side, we lose the critical skills that we need to yeah. restart this economy. Mm. The engineers and the accountants leave and go work anywhere else. Yeah. It's, it's really the poor guys that get employed for that job, yeah, for yeah. that project, that, that are yeah. the real tragedy. And, they and when go they go, there's else. no one to, there's, you know, Skill is something you hand over person to person, mm. and that's a terrible. I mean, terrible and also if you're talking about the economic revival and the new dawn, yeah. how are we going to have a new dawn if we're not building construction? Yeah. You know, if, if we're not improving yeah. our infrastructure, if we don't have companies that are able to actually deliver that infrastructure? But clearly, we need a lot of a lot of work going on for these <laughs> these big construction companies to function properly. Yeah, these guys are not the kind of construction They're company that will houses. go build a school yeah. or a clinic. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 yeah. too too small. Yeah. You need proper bridges like yeah. the ones that they, they, they need to be building yeah. in Pondoland. You need to build hundreds of kilometers yeah. of road, open up the, 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 the trans sky yeah. and, and things like that. Then you'll have a yeah. lot going on. Yeah. You need to have uh, targets. We, we've got something called the National Development Plan that's been uh, gathering dust somewhere. Open up, start implementing, you will start rebuilding yeah. the skills. In this company alone, Group 5, we've lost 45 years of good engineering work yeah. Yeah. in yeah. one company. That's yeah. the history of Group 5. Yeah, God, that's, uh, that's was shocking. This, was, in, was infrastructure, a massive infrastructure, has been part of the stimulus package, was it? No, the stimulus package well, is not really Africa, There's no stimulus package. It's what they talk about when they are desperate for, uh, to avoid a credit downgrade. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was also briefly interested in Tito Mbawerni and the PRC. He's right to try and stop it. I mean, it's insane to have a commission of inquiry going on at the same time as you've got legislation on amending the PRC mm. going through the two houses of parliament. Why not wait for the results of the commission of inquiry, surely? That, that's exactly how real economies should work. Yeah. If you're investigating what's wrong with the organization, yeah. you, can't jump, you can't at the same time be deciding outside of that yeah. process uh, how you're going to fix yeah. it. But, yeah. I mean, but the, the story inside of Business Day today is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, this guy is saying, you know, um, well, the next parliament can, do, can deal with the amendments, you know, or yeah. to deal with the results of the inquiry. The inquiry is going to finish in it pretty soon, actually. It doesn't have yeah. much longer to go. It'll be over before the election. It's recommendations are out. Which may be very inconvenient for some people. Yeah. Uh, they, they, yeah. they would obviously uh, want to extend this thing yeah. beyond the election. It's been an incredible, it's, been an, it's almost been uh, you know, as, as juicy as, as the Zondo Commission. It's been so quite true. extraordinary. Uh, um, Peter, again, the, the one thing, this country is being ruled through commissions. Mm. No one is governing anymore. We have not a single high-profile uh, arrest, yet we've got thieves all over parliament uh, in the executive and but, government. But it's a, in the financial it's a, it's a, world, in that Shamila Patohi story, yeah. we, 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 we state that only 213 uh, government officials have been convicted yeah. uh, in and 2018. Junior, junior level people. Uh, those are all junior people. Yeah. Of course, it's still double the, the, the previous year, yeah. but, but you go for the, for, for the yeah. guys who've got no political clout. Yeah. We have Banyalil Lamini sitting in parliament as a member of parliament, having been found lying, yeah. a criminal offense, yeah. lying to, to, to a court, lying to yeah. parliament, lying to everybody, yeah. and guess what? Yeah. She's coming in in the next uh, cabinet. I'm sure she will yeah. too, and because yes. The list, you know, we, I, I always have been harping on the list process, and it was almost as if the ANC was giving us a bone to chew on 
um, you know, in, in, in the run-up to the actual compiling of the list saying there's going to be this integrity committee, there's the strict vetting, mm. um, you know, we got the actual vetting forms of what it looks like you had to declare your yeah. interest and how much of what's your yeah. expenses and this whole lifestyle audit thing only for the list now to be sent to um, the IEC. We, yeah. There will be a press conference later today. But that basically it only dealt with, you know, small boys on yeah, from yeah. from the branches yeah. but your malusi gigaba that's politi politics is a compromise surely i mean we, we we you know did we expect anything less i do expect some arrest before the election i mean shamila batoi this is more pressure for her your cover story today um she's got us she's got to get going i mean this is uh, this is sort of you know this is elliot ness and uh, uh, who is the famous american uh, Mafioso, who, he, he, who they got on a tax charge. But before, before we carry on with this, I don't want to carry on with that. Very briefly, um, uh, um, Kame has suspended flights, Lucano, of its, yeah. of its one and only um, Boeing 737 MAX 8, uh, like the one that crashed uh, in Ethiopia the other day. You've written an editorial in today. What was your, in your in business day today, were they right to, to, to spend the flight or...? Yeah. You know, this is a story that has basically like exploded. Like, like uh, first is one crash, and then, yeah. then it gets linked to another crash from six months before yeah. in Indonesia, and then obviously, then suddenly, like uh, China and Indonesia, and, and Indonesia yeah. say we're not going to use it anymore. Europe followed suit yesterday. I mean, initially, Comair sort of went the legalistic way of yeah. saying, look, we only well, the plane is safe. It's been it's been it's been diverted decided as so by the U.S. regulators. So we're not going to do anything about it. We're going to monitor the situation. But in, in a way, it shows you the power of social media. So yeah. suddenly everybody starts attacking But don't we just wait for the Americans to say, stop yeah. flying it? I mean, yeah. there, there are what a, a couple of thousand of these flying in the States at the moment. They are still flying in the States, exactly. So. Yeah. Here's mm. a good way of looking at the Boeing 737 MAX 8 mm. meter. Yeah. And a blessing. South African Airways is too broke to afford one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, they tend to buy Airbus because the French, you know, they're a little bit more sort of, uh, um, sort of lively on the negotiating front. Anyway, that's all we've got for you this week. Thank you so much, and we'll see you again next week.